Hi, I'm Paul Stringfellow, and welcome to Tech Interviews. This week, we talk about things, the internet of things. So, settle back and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's Tech Interviews. Uh, so on the show, there's a couple of things I, I really enjoy doing. Uh, one is to delve into a technology I don't really know an awful lot about. And two is to talk to people who've just changed roles and moved into a, a new technology area. Uh, so on this week's show, I've managed to get both, all for the price of one guest. So um, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the fantastically named Internet of Things uh, with this week's guest, Mark Carlton. Hi, Mark. Hi, Paul. You okay? Yeah, I'm very good. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, it sounded a bit like Joey from Friends when I said that. Um, <laughs> we might have to cut that out. Um, so, well, uh, well, why don't we leap straight into it? Um, as I said, you know, I, I always like to talk to people who've uh, picked up new job roles and um, in technology areas that I don't really know much about. And you've ticked both of those boxes. So, um, so for those who've not heard you on the show before, why don't you tell people who you are and what it is you do now, um, and, and then we can delve into the, uh, the the new and exciting world of uh, IoT. Yeah, so uh, my name is Mark Colton. I'm an IoT solutions architect um, for EMEA within Arrow ECS. Um, uh, my job is to work with partners, uh, work with end, end customers to be able to develop and, and deliver IoT solutions into their businesses. Um, this is starting from what, what we can deliver through the Arrow business, from the, the, the sensors and the, the delivery of the actual sensors, all the way through to the actual platforms and the recovery elements. Um, so the full, full end-to-end architecture. Um, I've, I've moved into this role um, in December um, last year and um, spent my last last few months uh, traveling around Europe, enabling and, and, and working with teams to understand the different technologies and the architectures behind an IoT solution. So um, what's, so what's one of the things that kind of um, inspired me to, to want to get you on to, to have a chat about this was um, a blog post you wrote, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago now, um, and we'll, we'll make sure it goes in the show notes, that kind of gave a little bit of a, an introduction to IoT um, and you know, talked a little bit about where the focus is and maybe and maybe what it isn't you know as, as much as, as what IOT is so um so you know so so I'm thinking maybe quite a lot of the listeners are probably a bit like me with this that we don't really know you know we hear this IOT or internet of things we hear it talked about but we're not really a hundred percent sure exactly what it is so um so, so what's kind of the message that you're you know when you're talking to businesses what's the kind of message how, how do you how do you introduce IOT you know how, how do you frame it and and talk about what it is to people um so when when i'm talking around iot at the moment because i like for myself i was quite new to the term of iot but when i've actually delved into it a little bit more um i've realized i've been working in this area for a lot a lot of years hmm. um and it's like my, my background i i came i started off as an end user a long a long time ago and, and, and working for a company in the steel industry and we used um, we used sensors and, and we, we deployed sensors on different um, like um, product ranges and the cap, um, conveyor belts and machines and things like that, collecting lots and lots of data at different times. So um, really, when you start to look at IoT and where what 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 it actually means, it's taking them that operational data that we've been collecting and we've been collecting for a number a number of years and now changing it and, and, and bringing it together with the IT element of a business where we can actually deliver insights into that data that's being collected. 
So um, if you think about the, the term IoT as such, um, or the, the buzzword, or whatever, however we want to we want to say what that is, and the, the industry term, that's been around since about 19 years ago. Um, they, it, it was it came out in a statement from a gentleman called Kevin Ashton in a in a presentation, and that was the first time IoT really got came out as a, a as a specific um, talking point. And when it, realistically within customers and within within partners, IoT has started to come to market over the last couple of years. It's a bit like the cloud conversation for me. Um, when we first started talking about cloud, maybe six, seven years ago, it was a bit of a whisper, and it slowly started to build. Now, cloud is everyday business. Nobody, nobody has to go in there and introduce cloud as such anymore. You're not, you're not trying to start. And that, that I think is going to be the same way as IoT. We, we've, we've started on the journey into this conversation a few years ago and start to build that up. Now, businesses are starting to think about right, how can I use. IoT, the Internet of Things, to be able to help my business grow and provide value to my business. So that's really where we start the conversation off. We start the conversation making sure that customers understand what IoT can do for their business and that it's not all about one element of it. Um, when you start to talk around, talk to customers, the first thing they focus on a lot of the time, and this is really where my blog starts to go about, is um, they, they focus on the sensors element, and um, yes, that is a part of an IoT solution. But an IoT solution actually has an architecture around it and an architecture behind it, and that's made up of the sensor, the gateway, the platform, the analytics suite that actually sits on top of the platform, and then where we move into things like the data lake and moving into the future conversations. So that architecture is made up of lots of different elements. If you just have the sensor, you're not actually going to get anything out of it. You need to have that platform and architecture to be able to build and deliver the solutions and the value back to the business and what the outcomes want for them that the customer wants. So that's that, that's really our focus point and and where we try to we, we try to focus the conversation first before we even start talking about any sort of technologies. Well, it sounds like uh, I mean there's a whole bunch of things you've said in there that, that really caught my attention. I, I think um, I, I love the fact that. Actually, we're talking about, I think it's like so many things in, in IT, isn't it, that we're talking about something that is not really new. It's almost, I mean, this is going to sound really unfair, it's almost as though we've repackaged it into uh, something that sounds, um, you know, sounds sexy and new and exciting. But I, I think what we tend to find in the, in the technology industry is that there are bits of technology that over time, as the, um, as the kind of ecosystem around it grows and improves, starts to open up more possibilities for what you can do and I, and I thought it was a really interesting example that um, you know you're talking about where you started working in the steel industry and that the idea of placing sensors on products um, so that you know you could see whether machinery was working properly or trace track of product and, and where it was going that that was probably quite limited at that time and it's and I suppose it's this kind of um, you know this growth in being able to access uh, access connectivity so you know connectivity wherever we are you know you, we touched on the idea of this is the internet of things so the idea that actually all these all these sensors and devices and things that we have have the ability to communicate in much more flexible ways than they might have done previously. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other thing that you've said in there that I, I think is um, fascinating, and you talk about this in your blog post, and they say we'll, we'll, we'll pop a link in the show notes, that it's, it's about 
the value of what this this information brings it's not about just having um not about just having technology and sensors stuck to things it's actually about the idea that these things are feeding back useful data mm-hmm. and then it's it's now that we have the ability to be able to really do something with that data and and grab ultimately useful information out of it so we can make make business decisions and uh, so, so when you explain that kind of thing i mean are, are people a little bit surprised you know uh, uh, when you talk to a business are they thinking oh iot sounds like a trend something i should get into are they surprised that you know when you start to talk about actually the focus really has to be business outcomes and what it is you're trying to achieve and I, I think that depends on the customer we're talking to but yes that that, that it, it does sometimes have a uh, um a, a reaction that they're not expecting because when when, when my, me personally i i i don't really know i know bits about sensors to be able to do my job and things but my specialty is not really around the actual sensor itself we have partners and we have technologies that we work with and within arrow and and we and and, and they deal with that so we've got engineers that deal with that side of the business what what I try to focus a little bit more on is the actual data we're collecting, and that's where it comes to the customer outcome and trying to achieve what the customer is is wanting and and understanding that piece. And I think that's sometimes the that that's that's sometimes the bit that that customers aren't expecting um, when when you go in there because they they're looking at IoT and like I said beforehand, a lot of the focus seems to be thinking around the sensor and, and, and that side and what we're gonna actually be, be putting on site and how we're gonna get that working. But my focus actually goes in the meeting towards right, okay, so what are we going to get out of that sensor? What are you hoping to achieve? What what data do you want to collect? How do you want to use that data? How do you want to feed this back into the business? Are you going to be using dashboards? What analytics suite? Things like that. So you because we, we kind of flip the conversation a little bit away from that focus of really what the big IT piece is, because once you once you get into the platform itself, IoT for me becomes a bit like an application. So when you, you start with a platform and an IoT application would sit above it because the platform underneath it would be able to support whichever IoT solution you bring in, whether that be a wearable device, whether that be some sort of um, analytics creating, uh, collecting um, vehicle data or track and trace system, the platform underneath it can actually be held there as a, or, or, or hold as um, a, an underpinning architecture for any IoT solution above it. Yeah, so, I think, oh, I was going to say, I mean, I think the, um, I, I, it's like it sounds like any good IT project really is that uh, you know the starting point should never be the technology. The starting point is the thing that you've just been talking about there. It's the what is it that you're trying to achieve? You know, what, what, you know, if we deploy these kind of devices, sensors, whatever they might be, why why should we bother? You know, what what's the value that we're we're, we're going to get out of it? Yes, yeah, and 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 that's it, and that's exactly where we should be starting these conversations. And I'd, I'd implore any any partner or anybody trying to look at these solutions, start to think about well, why, why, how, and and what. They're the three questions. Is what I normally start with is in my head when I look at any project. It's what do I want to get out of it? How do I expect to get something out of it? And what? It, why? Why do I want to? What? What's what's on it for the business? And, and you look at those three areas and try to work that back. If you've got those, it makes it easier to then start putting the right technologies in the right space to be able to deliver the solution. Yes, I, I, I suppose what, what, 
I suppose what's interesting with that as well, you know, and I, and I like the idea of um, of why am I doing this? I, well, I think we we probably all often had that moment where we sat there and think, why on earth am I doing this? Um, uh, probably you're thinking this right now on this show, but um, I, I, but uh, so, so so interestingly, maybe that leads on to the the next question for me. You know, talk about why why are we doing this? I mean, what what are some of the things? Because you know, this is still very much a, a kind of a new technology area for me, um, and maybe not something that's widely understood. So, I mean, what are some of the interesting use cases? Um, that, that you've kind of experienced in, in this new role and some of the things that you're seeing that have interesting uses of this kind of IoT approach out in the market? So uh, there's, and I, say every, I would say every customer that I speak to is different. Uh, they could be in the same vertical. They could be in the same sort of... Um, uh, they, they have the same focus, or even though that some, some people want the same outcomes, they actually want to get the same sort of data. But dependent on their business and what they do um, can actually determine how we actually deliver the solution. So, like I say, every every business is different, and and the use cases can be quite dramatic in in the changes. I've seen I've seen use cases where we've uh, we've been looking at monitoring um, our vehicles, transportation, uh, so the the actual um, tractor and vehicles, so uh, within articulated lorries monitoring those, speed, looking at GPS, what type of thing, what the actual maintenance on the trucks are, to how many things are unloaded at a specific place using an RFDI tag. Then then you might be starting to look at things to the other extreme and you're going into the agriculture world. Um, and I'm not sure quite a lot of people hear about these stories and uh, the, 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 the how how animals and agriculture animals are now starting to be connected in different ways within the agriculture world, all the way to sports. And you look at things that happen within the sports industry at the moment. It's like the sports industry; they've been using IoT for a number of years. If you look at the football teams and things out there, and all the the technologies they have built now, and monitoring within the actual shirts themselves, and 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 tracking around that sort of thing, so they can track movement on the pitch and 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 actually people's heart rates and everything else that's constantly feeding back. These are all wearable devices and they're all devices that have been collecting that data and, and providing value to, to if, if you think about the sports injury, just for, just for argument's sake now, in a, in a use case, these technologies are, are helping teams' performance levels grow. They're, they're helping teams develop better. They're, they're, they're able to look at different stats so they know when they're, when they're looking at the buying players, selling players, they can see... They can they can prove the stats that these players are, are, are using so and, and and providing so that that's really starting to come down to those little wearable devices that they that they have um, at that point and then if you think about things in the utilities um, the, the, there's 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 people that we we know myself and 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 you Paul in in the way of how how IoT can start to change how businesses move around the utilities uh, utilities areas and how they can provide a different service and value back to the end users and the and the, um, the, the, the the companies and the um, that are actually trying that using the power and using the, the and, and being able to understand how they're using energy better and how they can use energy better within their environments. And again, that comes back down to the data collection and providing building those profiles around their businesses. So it's the use cases are are very vast and very wide around around IoT. Um, from a technology point of view. Um, 
the, the I was going to say the the line cards are, the line cards are huge, um, but where where I'm focusing at the moment and and some of these uh, technologies is we're, we're trying to move away from everybody's thoughts around um, what the what the the right thing to do with the data is and how to manage the data once they start to collect it. So we're starting to move into away from the just specific public cloud conversations and and trying to expand that conversation out into what do we actually do want to do whilst when we're in production. So um, so the use cases around that also start to change. But the key thing for me is I've talked about quite a few things there and. Uh, I've probably been, been going on a little bit too much about them, but the 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 IoT piece, uh, there's lots of different use cases. What my main thing, my my main aim at the moment is to start to build platforms that sit underneath these uh, IoT solutions that can be a stable platform that can generate or deliver the same capabilities or different capabilities and manage the data in different ways no matter what the actual solution is or use case that sits above it. Yeah, and I suppose, um, I suppose listening, uh, you know, listening with interest in, in kind of those use cases and, and some of the ways you've seen used, that I think it comes down to the same thing, you know, and it's something that's almost a constant theme on, on this show as well as in my day-to-day -day job, and I, and I know in yours as well, is that it all boils back to the data. You know, it's the idea of, I suppose, what we're getting with this kind of increased flexibility and in where we can deploy things that can gather information is, it, is allowing us to gather more and more information, which is then allowing us to extract value from that. I mean, is, is that is that kind of the way you see it playing? It's, this is, it's opening a window for us to gather more information that perhaps we've never really been able to gather before that's then allowing businesses to make, you talk about, I thought the sport example was a good one, actually, you know, the idea that a sports team can look at the performance of the human beings who make up that team and make totally different decisions based on that. I mean, is that, is that kind of the, the way you see see organisations look at this? Yeah, yeah. That, that, um, from for me, yeah, that, that's the that's a perfect way of putting it as well. In the in the way of they um, when when you start to look at the data that's being collected and 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 how it's being collected, um, businesses businesses in the past and and I, if you think about the data I collect about myself I, I really look at myself I probably use minimal amounts of that data that that's about there about myself if I was to look into certain things like how, how much money I've spent over the years and when my main spending so I know how much to save at different times of year and all that sort of stuff you could go into those elements I'd, I'd, it'd be all over in a bit of a mess. For a business, that's a very similar sort of thing. When you start to look at it on a larger scale, businesses only use sometimes on average around about 1% of the data they actually collect. Because when they've been looking at things, they're looking at things that are real time and what's happening today. What technologies changed and how technology has changed over the years, it gives us the capabilities to start to look and the ability to and the, the, the look into analytics around data that's been collected over a number of years. So we're now not just looking at what what what, what we call real-time analytics. We're now looking at what's in the data lay, what's in the archive. We're starting to look at things, what's, what's the insights into the business. And this is what's really going to drive the future technologies and the elements around predicting what what's uh, what what my business going to do next. What have I got to what have we got to look at? So if you think about things like maintenance, 
this is one of the biggest areas that people start to have, have seen a huge increase in or a huge value from the data they've been collecting. If you've got a machine that um, you've got deployed all over the all over the country, you've got the same machine that's deployed all over the country. You're collecting that data in, and um, you see parts fail on a regular basis in these same machines, and you're able to track those um, into a specific system. In the past, yes, you'll have really just sent out a new part, sent out a new part on a on a case by case basis. But now, if you can get to the point where these machines, you can have more uptime of these machines because if a part fails, it's not it, it's going to create downtime. If you've got a system in the background that's collecting all this data, an analytics tool that sat on top of it, monitoring where all these failures are, it's able to start predicting the, the, the actual life cycle of the parts within the machines. So it could preempt a failure at that machine. So it sends those parts out because those parts are not then due for specific replacement, which then keeps the uptime, which keeps the money rolling. And, and, no, and, the, and the business is, is suddenly got a value from some of the data they've been collecting that they've never really looked at before. Yeah, and I, th and I think that... Um I think that's the thing that always interests me and intrigues me with this idea of data analytics. I think it's it's that thing that you've just touched on there. It's not it's not finding out more about the things you already know. It's about finding emerging patterns, finding out information, get, gaining understanding about things that you never really knew. I suppose never really knew were a thing. You know, it's, it's that mm -hmm. idea of you know, and, and and I suppose this is where this kind of technology drives us because we can start to gather so much more information that that's going to allow us to kind of model maybe different things that we just never never really had an inkling were, were realities. Um, and I don't know whether you can, uh, it, it just made me think of one thing actually while, while we talk about this kind of increased amount of data gathering. Um, and I don't know whether this is something you can talk about particularly um, uh, and whether this sits, sits within your remit, but I'm going to ask anyway. Is yeah. I think one of the things that does come up is the idea of security around these devices and the way we gather that information. Um, I mean, are you seeing anything right now in the way the market's shaping or some of the work that you've been doing that, that can, kind of looks at the security aspect of it to make sure that the data that we are collecting and when it's being transferred is being transferred, you know, safely and securely? Are you seeing much in that? Um, yes. Um, the again, I always start the sentence with yes a lot of the time because <laughs> when we when we 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 looking at the security piece, security is a huge a huge element of the of of a requirement for businesses because if you're putting lots and lots of devices out there that all are able to feed back data and have connectivity to your networks and connectivity to your um to, to your to where you're you're putting the data and and access to that that environment. Um, Security is a huge element. You've got to make sure these devices are secure, the network that these devices are, 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 are secure, the gateways, because sometimes it really depends because they, the, the devices themselves may talk back to what we, we call a gateway. And they could be running edge analytics at the gateway, or it could be just actually trans transmitting data back into a data center through the gateway. You've got to make sure that's secure no matter what, because your data may be on there, which means that could be accessible from the outside world or, or hackable. Uh, people want to hack it and see what's going on and, and have a look at that data. Um, the other side of it is that networks are starting to become a lot more secure. So there's a number of different IoT, uh, well, well, security companies that are bringing out specific IoT solutions and IoT security solutions. Um, 
things like management of your devices and monitoring of those devices, um, there's a lot more tools coming out around um, and, and, and different vendors, vendors that um, wouldn't normally play or you wouldn't think of as an IoT vendor are actually spreading into the IoT world. Now, they're not going out and saying we're going to be a sensor. We're not going to create sensors. We're not going to build a gateway, that type of thing, or we're not going to build a hardware platform. What we're going to do is we're going to build a management suite that sits above this that can actually start to monitor the, the devices that are out there in the field, the gateways, so we can make sure they're patched correctly, all the updates are run, those type of things, and then feed it all the way back throughout the system so you can actually see where the data is and the data flow and connectivity piece. So there's that sort of security elements as well. And moving into things like the Lava One networks, and, and, and if you think about some of the networks, I've, I worked with a, a university, I was talking to a university the other week, and, and one of their, their issues was that uh, their, all their IoT devices were on the, the network of the university. So they were all connected to the, the university's Wi-Fi and things uh, within there. And, uh, and, and in a university, students found it uh, a challenge to try and hack some of these devices <laughs> <laughs> because they had access to the Wi-Fi. So it's it's and 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 these one one of these universities was actually thinking and and looking at creating what we call a Laura One network. So having a private network specifically for the IoT devices of the of the university for the business. So that would be a a private network away from the specific uh, the, from the the public Wi-Fi or the students' Wi-Fi and the and the teachers' wi uh, internet uh, access um, and network access and be able to move it onto this private link, again, being able to feed that data around. So security is a huge aspect for me, and it's something that's, uh, that you've got to start with, really. It's got to be in those first conversations. If we, if we go back to things like thinking about the actual data you're collecting, again, we go back to the data conversation. We all know the four-letter words around the corner. So, uh, so the GDPR and, and the data that's being collected from all these devices, what sort of data are you collecting? What are you collecting about somebody? How are you going to secure? And you've got to make sure that's all secure at the same time and you're meeting those requirements and, well, and, and exactly from the start. Well, I think the thing that you said in there as well about it, it, it's that, isn't it, is that, that these things have to be designed in from the start because it's going to be really difficult to retro, you know, retrospectively deal with this kind of problem. You know, you, you suddenly throw a million sensors out there and have never thought about security. That's going to be, a, you know, that's a, that's a real problem to retrospectively fix, isn't it? So, yeah. well, I, I, as, I mean, as we come to the end of our time here, and, and, and probably does lead on quite nicely to the, to the last thing I wanted to ask you, um, was... So if I'm listening to this and I've never really thought about IoT and I've never really thought about um, how maybe being able to gather more information from different types of uh, things that I have access to in my organization, I mean, if there's one or two tips that you could give somebody at the start of a, a kind of an IoT process or an IoT project, I mean, is there a couple of things that you would, you would always suggest to somebody as, as good starting points? Um, for me, again, you go back to those three questions and understand what you're trying to achieve first. Um, it, it, make, making sure you understand what you want to achieve because before you start talking to anybody or what you're wanting to get out of it, it's going to be hard to get that conversation across because I, I could walk into, I could walk into a meeting. My colleagues can walk into a meeting, um, and when when they've gone into that, it, it's literally we could go off in all tangents and directions. 
if we've got an outcome and we, we know what that we, we know what you're trying to achieve and the customer's trying to achieve from the start, we have a focus point and we have something we can start to work towards and start to deliver for them. I would I'd also say um, if you if you've not really looked into IoT, there's a number of, of of companies out there within within the UK and and Europe and and, and the states as well, and and they're, they're very much like influence partners. They're not um, they're, they're not people you're going to go and buy buy things off. Really, they're not people that are uh, going to try and sell you anything. They're there as uh, an, an advisory type. Um, uh, environment they, they put on a number of events um what what we'll do is I'll, I'll pass some of these on to you paul and we can we can maybe add these onto the bottom of the uh, the actual um um uh, blog and, and podcast itself um to to just drive that that interest go and have a conversation with them they'll do specific events around verticals and, and talk to other companies that are in there because that really starts to drive people's focus because Again, it might be that something that you're looking at is very similar to another business and how they've achieved it. Now, you might be looking at a different sort of data, but you're looking for the same sort of outcomes. So you can share those experiences and hear about those experiences, these sorts, because they're not they're not like a compete or they're not a competition type event. They're, they're events there to educate people around IoT and the future of what you can do with that data, because IoT is the start of the journey for me it's it's what you start to collect the data in by once you've got that data that's when the larger picture comes in and you start to think about what what am i going to do with it now and and those those companies i, I would suggest plugging into those companies and seeing what they can do um is a is a real benefit i know from my aspect of learning it, it's it, it's taught me a lot um very quickly around the different scenarios and different uh, different capabilities and what people are wanting to actually actually achieve um so so yeah so if, if they're, they're working for us that are coming and talking to you go talk to them as well well we'll definitely um, definitely make sure we, we get them on the show notes because that actually sounds like a great great way to you know to try and get yourself up to speed with what iot might be able to do for you regardless of industry and, and to give you some ideas on where uh, you know this kind of technology project could maybe add you know real real value to your organization and your you, you know your ability to make much better decisions so mm. so Mark, I, you know that's been a really fascinating kind of introduction to the world of iot certainly for me i know i've i've learned uh, an awful lot there and, I, and i'm sure people listening will have done as well um so if people want to uh, come and stalk you online find out a little bit more about some of the things that you're you're publishing around iot um where can they do you uh, where, where can they do you where can they find you uh yeah that's right they didn't do that but um, no. yeah, where, where, where can they find you and uh, and how can they uh, hunt you down on the twitters if they want to uh so yeah so i'm, I'm on twitter at um m carlton 1983 and um i have a blog post that goes out uh, which is just switch it on and off.com um you will also be able to find some elements on the arrow.com uh, websites and arrowcs.com websites where we we, we push a lot of the, the the blogs out over there and things that we're looking at from a technology point of view um so yeah you'll be able to get those Hi, right, Mark. Well, look, thanks for that. Really appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, as you do more work in this and, and maybe come across some other use cases, uh, it may be great to get you back on and, and talk about some of the practical examples of, uh, of how you've seen IoT used and, and some of the things you've seen done with it. But for now, Mark, really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. For show notes, pop over to techstringy.com. We'll also find all of our previous Tech Interviews episodes. 
If you enjoyed the show, why not leave us a review and subscribe? You can find us in all the usual places on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher, as well as all other good homes of podcasts. So, until next time, thanks for listening.